What's up, folks? This is Justin, and you are listening to the Welcome to Your Doom show. This is episode number 63, and Atal and I are talking about the latest, or I guess the newest, latest, that's the same thing, Mortal Kombat. Um, it's the one that came out this year, 2021, and uh, yeah, we have some mixed feelings about it. There's some good, there's quite a bit that's bad, but overall, you know, it's it's a movie. <laughs> we talk about it. Um, I'm not going to give away too much. You'll, you can check it out in the episode. We, we talk about it a lot more eloquently than I can put it now. But uh, yeah, thanks uh, thanks for checking us out. We hope you enjoy the episode as always. Um, please rate and review and subscribe to us wherever you're getting your podcasts. And if you want to check us out on YouTube, we're at youtube.com slash welcome to your doom. If you haven't already, please subscribe and like our videos and all that jazz because it helps us out. Um, that's it. That's all. Let's uh, Let's get this episode going, folks. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to your doom. This is the Welcome to Your Doom show. My name is Atul Kachru. This is Justin Karksole. What's up, man? It's been a little while. Dude. Uh, yeah, I know. It's been a little while. It's been crazy busy. But good busy. Just busy. Busy. Mentally, like, it's been... it. Like, I don't know about you. Lately, it's been so busy that, like, I've cut off so many things that I would, like, do to keep myself busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, or just do for the fun of it, like video games. Like, for yeah. instance, I think I told you this. Like, I I unplugged my PlayStation. Both of them. I don't know when the last time I played my PlayStation Three was, but I just unplugged that shit too, and I'm just like, no, I don't need you anymore. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> I need that's to be a productive. Step. That is a big step to take. I haven't really touched the PlayStation. I, I you know, I I finished The Witcher Three, which was a big big deal. I think I may have mentioned that on a previous episode. Uh, if I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then I then I'd like to tell everybody that I have in fact finished The Witcher three, which was the culminate. I bought. Let's put it this in perspective. I bought The Witcher three when it released day one, which was probably five or six years ago at this point. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you guys can hear this. It is May two four weekend here in Canada, and uh, our block is very lively with a ton of fireworks going on out there. So you'll probably hear some pops. Um, and. <laughs> Being from Scarborough, I, I don't know how many, like, you know, who's listening to this. Probably everyone's from Toronto. I, I'm living, I live in Scarborough, so I do feel the need to identify that these are in fact fireworks and not gunshots. I feel like that's allegedly they could be gunshots yeah. too. If is there it, is any good time to shoot somebody, it's May two. Yeah. So if you have to shoot somebody, <laughs> do might it as well on, go. Yeah, do it on a day where people are popping fireworks. Yeah, so lots of fireworks going on. It's very festive out there, uh, especially since you know. COVID time, like, uh, this is, you know, setting off fireworks outside is one of the safest things you can do. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, <laughs> unless you're setting someone on fire or uh, having a fireworks mishap. But, uh, and I'm sure we'll have our fair share of those. I'll read about those tomorrow when when that all goes down. But, uh, but the neighborhood is way more lively than I thought it would be. It's uh, it's It was going today. It was going yesterday. It was, uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that is the explanation of all of the popping. The popping and locking. No, just the popping. There's no popping and locking going on here. Come on. Keep it together. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, we've got about the same thing going on here. It was disruptive because they were they were going on yesterday too, and yeah. I was just like, "What are you guys doing? Like, stop! It's too early for this. I'm trying to sleep." I went, so I started watching Army of the Dead last night, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I definitely passed out about 20 minutes in. Yeah, yeah. and then woke up in the last 20 minutes. Oh, so boy. I had to rewatch that whole middle chunk this morning. That's not a but, whole middle uh, chunk. That's the entire movie. It's pretty it's, much. It, yeah. That's two hours of the movie that you missed. An hour and forty. Yeah. Hour, no, sorry, an hour and an hour and twenty. It was what, like a two-hour movie? No, it's like two and a half hours. That movie is two hours. God and 30 damn it, Zack Snyder! Fucking make a concise movie. He cannot. Um, he cannot. He he cannot make a movie that's shorter than than two hours or two and a half hours. Yeah. Fuck. Sometimes he makes four-hour movies. For the fun of it, yeah. yeah. Even when he thinks he, when you think he's done, yeah, <laughs> he's like hands off the movie. Now he comes back. He's like, I'm gonna make this longer. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll do. Yeah. I, I I checked that out last night as well. In the midst of all of the fireworks going on, so I actually, uh, you know, had I was watching the movie with the fireworks going off. Um, and uh, yeah, I uh, you know, I maybe we'll talk about that on another podcast. But you know, it is. I think what I'll say about Army of the Dead is that it is it is a it's Zack Snyder through and through, and uh, it's just kind of big dumb fun. I if you treat it as kind of a a cheap knockoff of Aliens, I think you'll have a good time. I think that's my that's my general consensus of that movie. It's trying desperately to be Aliens. In fact, ripping some dialogue from the movie and reformatting it for this movie. I, I'm I'm not sure if he was doing that on purpose. He must have been. Like he must have been because some of this dialogue is is very on the nose in terms of like referencing aliens. Um, but you know, um, yeah, no, I, I had, I had fun with it. Chugu did not like it. She was not a fan. <laughs> she thought it was the dumbest, the dumbest thing she's, she'd ever seen. Um, so, so there, there's, there's two perspectives on that. I came out kind of just, you know, enjoying the, the big sort of extravagance and, and, uh, in action and some of the cool like gore effects that they had in the movie. Uh, mm-hmm. Sugar was just not having it. Yeah, I, I, I was kind of... I feel like I was probably middle of the road of the two of you. I, I liked some of it, but overall I walked out disappointed and forgetting a lot of it. Right. But right. it was... I mean, it had its moments, but... we. You know what? That would be a good one to talk about, too. Yeah, so I, I mean, think so. We'll, we'll I save. think so. I mean, we're here to, we're here to talk about another movie that... Um, that you know that we were that we were excited about that you know may have may have similar feelings about um, Mortal Kombat 2021. We are here to talk about this movie, uh, which I was kind of uh, unadulterated excitement uh, is what I had for this movie. I'm like I, I knew what I was kind of getting into. I knew I knew uh, when I saw the trailer. I was I was pretty excited about it. But I knew, mm-hmm. like, I know that this isn't going to be, like, a work of art. I knew that. I, I kind of tempered my my expectations, but I still mounted a certain amount of excitement. Because as long as my expectations were tempered, you know, I can, I can exude all the excitement I like. I can be very yeah. excited for a very mediocre product. That is, that is a superpower that I, that I have. Um, and, uh... And and yeah, and then I saw the movie, and I think it turned out pretty much exactly uh, as mediocre as I thought it was gonna be. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah. Uh, what are your general yeah. thoughts? 
about the same um, in yeah. a sense. To maybe a little less positive. I uh, everything that was good about the movie was maybe not everything. Yeah, everything was either in the trailer or in the first seven minutes they released before the movie got released. Yeah, all the good action pieces were in there that were in were in the trailers that opening seven minutes of the movie which is filmed beautifully oh yeah it's great. um and um what is it hero what is oh my god I, and he's I, in I, army I, of the dead Hiroyuki. as well yeah, yeah yeah he is hiroyuki sonata <laughs> the connecting um, tissue it's all it's all coming together yeah dude and anyways he he um it, it, i thought the cinematography was beautiful like it looked like a very different movie than a mortal Kombat film when i first saw those first right. seven minutes i was blown right. away and there was Something that I mentioned to you, I don't know if you caught this, that kind of I thought was a very interesting thing. I don't see a lot of movies where you've got um, different um, different Asian, I guess, races. Yeah. Yeah. Whereby yeah. You've, you've got, uh, I forgot, uh, Bihan is uh, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero's character. I always is, used uh, to call him Bihan. Bihan, I know, I did too. I didn't realize uh, maybe this it was is a Rache, a Rache al Ghul thing versus Ross. We just screwed it up. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I I've never seen it where somebody of of Chinese descent and Japanese descent w- in a film where they don't just speak the same language automatically. Oh, I thought that was. I awesome. thought I thought it was super interesting. I've like, not seen something like that, and it was something I, I really like. I noticed right away that like when uh, Scorpion says, "I don't understand what you're saying," but and I'm like, "Yo, that's that's pretty dope." Yes, well, like kudos to the 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 filmmakers for that little little tidbit. Yeah, um, um, I totally agree with you. When I saw that, I'm like, "Thank you for that," because that's that's there's a there's a certain amount of cultural. Uh, I don't awareness. know. You can call it cultural awareness, cultural yeah. detail there, where they could have easily. You know they could have easily made them speak the same language if they if they wanted sure. to, but it just it's just an extra it's an extra layer of, I mean in a movie in a movie based on Mortal Kombat, it's an extra layer of kind of reality, cultural yeah. reality, sort of sure. on top that makes it that makes it a little more effective. Uh, although I do find it funny that they cannot understand each other. But it's clear that they just need to kill each other. Like that's they there's no question. They speak fists. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the language of fists. You know, you know what it is? Is they could hear the announcer go yeah. fight, and yeah, they yeah. knew exactly what was up. That's we right. couldn't, but that's what they knew what was going on. That's right. Um, and then yeah. when it all conclude, when their epic fight at the beginning concluded, and Raiden showed up, I thought that also looked beautiful too. Yeah. And then the yeah. baby still around. It was just it was a great way to start the film, and then you get the film. Yeah. Oh yeah, you do. Which is just ninety minutes of waiting for the good characters to come back and do what they were just doing. Oh man, yeah, that's that's a good way to sum to sum this up. I mean, it's sprinkled. It, there's 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 a sprinkling of of fun stuff in there, and we'll we'll touch on that in a moment when yeah. we get into the plot. But uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm mostly on the same page with you. I would say everything I really really loved about this movie was paired with something that was truly awful. Like it was just, it was just a hand in hand pairing that in the end, they all kind of just canceled each other out. And I walked out of that being like, ah, you know, stuff I liked, stuff I didn't yeah. like. And I yeah. ended up, I ended up kind of just, you know, mediocre, you know, medium heat on this, on, on this. Um, right. I am excited to see it, you know, where they'll go. Uh, but, but uh, it's just too bad that it. It didn't go to those those places the first time around. 
But uh, if you're ready, we can jump into the plot. Uh, sure. Cool with that. Let's do it. Um, I actually wanted to ask you first. Do you know, uh, you know, in MK, MKX, MK11, all, all actually all the MK games, they're very well, like, they're very well known, like, well known for their characters, but they're known for their backgrounds as well. Like, I think, like, the backgrounds yeah. in the game are, like, another character. <clears throat> yeah, Do you remember that uh, that really, really uh, great, intricately, like, detailed background of, uh, of, like, the inside of a rundown trailer park? Do you remember that from the games? No. Neither I do I. This is Mortal Kombat 2021. <laughs> you got me. I knew you were setting me up and you got me. Well done. Well done, sir. Uh, that was very well. I'm very impressed. <laughs> that I was a long was lead going, up. That was a good lead up, though. I, I was like, is this really? Wait, what, which one? I thought you were going to go with the woods. And no, you, you got me good. Um, Man. So, so and, that, and, and that will come back as a recurring criticism for me is that, you know, the places we end up in this movie are just not places I want to be ever. No. Uh, very yeah. much like similar, similar way I felt with, uh, you know, with Green Lantern. Um, where you're just like, well, I'm in places I just don't want to be for this entire movie. Um, but let's start at the beginning. You already touched on it. The intro of this movie, um, basically a short film yes. in and of itself, yep. encapsulated in both you know, the, the way it's shot and the atmosphere it builds up. Um, and the uh, and the and the emotion, even though it's manipulative, yes. like the whole thing is manipulative. It's like okay, father loses their family. It's a very sort of tried, tested, and we're not we're not breaking any new ground here in terms of like drama or whatever. But um, it's Mortal Kombat. No, we're not no, I, no, anybody. I, yeah, well, except no, other people. <laughs> right. Um, so 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 nothing here that's new. Like cinematically, no. but you know it's executed with 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 uh, great style. Um, I and I'm I I really do like the scene where you know. Um, oh my God! Why have I forgotten? Uh, what's what's Scorpion's name? Well, Hanzo Hasashi. Hanzo, yeah, Hanzo. When Hanzo um, basically <laughs> grabs like a garden tool. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what this is? And he ties a rope to it and just yeah. murks some people. And that's a great scene. I've seen. I've watched it more than once. I did not watch the seven minute preview um, before the film. So when I watched the movie, this was the first time I had seen that scene, other than the clips of it in the trailer. And uh, it was great. I'm like, this is this yeah. is wonderful. Yep. Um, yep. And him, yeah, you already called out him and uh, beyond speaking different languages, which I thought was a nice. Was a really nice touch, and I I actually really do like the moment where Bihan meets and ultimately kills Hanzo's family. I thought that scene yes. was really cool and yep. uh, really well executed, and just like you know a little disturbing yes. uh, in how in his approach and exactly how he does it. So so everything here. Yeah, very, it was very, cool. very tense. Yeah, uh, like the fa- the family stuff was very tense. He was. I'd say that Sub-Zero was almost more of a force of nature or like some sort of a horror movie villain yeah. than just like, you know, uh, a fighter from the Mortal Kombat universe. He was he transcended that um, with even just the, the look in his eyes, 
the way that the ice would slowly creep up and do whatever he, wherever he was going it that, would just slowly crawl like you're driving somewhere on a cold day and it's slowly creeping up on your windshield yes. i love that yes and i've Good really point. got to take my hats off to or my hats all, all of your wearing, hats well, all you shouldn't them, take them all off hat. don't take them all no off. no my hair is it's, messy yeah the um uh, what's it called? Um, the actress, the actor that played his wife. I'm not. I don't know her name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She was wonderful. Yeah, yeah. The, no, she was very convincing. You're right. Very yeah. convincing. Yeah. Trying to keep her composure while while Sub Zero is basically menacing them. Yeah. While at the same time cracking and showing that she's terrified, but yeah. still, again, you see her trying to keep that composure. I thought. I thought it was such a good scene. Like every everything about those first. Seven plus minutes up until the point where Raiden, uh, I guess, grabs the kid, is the is is the best part of the film for me. Easily, it's yeah. not even close. Yeah, not yeah. even close. What? So. Uh, so, so Scorpion and and forgive me, I'm I'm blanking on a lot of stuff. I shouldn't be blanking on. That's fine. Uh, I just want to let everybody know I don't have any notes for this. Uh, I am. Yeah, we didn't I'm, prep. I am um, uncharacteristically unprepared for for this podcast, but we we wanted to go ahead and do it anyway and keep it keep it sort of uh, light on the loosey prep. goosey, yeah. a little <laughs> so, loosey goosey. Yeah, I mean a little loosey goosey never hurt anybody. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't think. But uh, so uh, Bihan is is part of the Lin Kuei, yes, and Scorpion is part of the. Ooh, uh, la, 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 cards here. No, we'll get, I'll, I'll get, I'll get it. I'll, I'll get it. Shirayu. 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 Yes. Shiro. Shiro. Who gives a shit? What are you trying Shiro to say? Shirayu. Anyway, what I'm trying to say is that they didn't really hint at, um, Scorpion doesn't know who Bihan is. No. Uh, and he doesn't, uh, he, doesn't look he, to know who the Lin Kuei are. I thought um, he did. I thought he did. But it, I, to your point, I think I know where you're going with this. Is they did not they did not make that a big thing. Yeah, it was kind of just the Bihan murdering his family being the problem, and it wasn't yeah. like a turf war. Yeah, um, it, which is interesting because that, it, it like, is. to me, that seems like the one they didn't really give Sub Zero any type of motivation here. No. They just had him murder his family, and like no. in the Mortal Kombat mythos, that's a big thing. Is one the turf war between the Lin Kuei and the Shurayu? Yes. And then on top of that, you've got all that. I don't know if it's retconning per se, but all the stuff with Quan Chi that gets revealed after the fact. Yeah. So there's yeah. tons of like story that could be explored here, but they yeah, don't. They don't. Need, they don't touch. Yeah. They don't touch on it, and it's not even. I you know it's 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 a it's one movie, and you you know how much how much yeah, do you want yeah. to cram in? But sure, they could have had even just uh, like a, like a piece of dialogue that was like some recognition that the Shirayu and the Lin Kuei have some kind of beef um but they didn't the do Shaolin it. and the Wu-Tang could be dangerous sorry Come, I'll let you do my Wu-Tang style bring them on the rockets anyway so um <laughs> yeah with the you know with the Lin Kuei and the Wu-Tang and the Shirayu uh I like they, they I just think that they could have thrown something in here and maybe that's something that they're saving for for another movie. Um, maybe, but it's. Just, I don't think they needed it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't miss it. I missed it as a fan of the whole series. I don't think that the narrative needed that in a movie that was already too long for its for the material that they put on screen. I feel like they yeah. should like if they wanted to spend more time on fleshing things out. 
there are a lot of logistics about this whole Mortal Kombat thing that they could have fleshed out a little bit. Sure, more. sure, yeah. I mean, and and let's and let's uh, let's attempt to uh, let's attempt to take a closer look at what they what they try to do here, because this movie opens with a bang, uh, and then we are immediately uh, introduced to the wet dish rag that is our main character, uh, Cole Young, who Cole is Cole Young, who is a uh, the worst protagonist in cinematic history he is a you uh, uh he's not a ufc fighter. he's a no mma he's, a, he's an mma best. sorry no I, I yeah i don't it's clear that i don't know anything about this culture but uh yeah so he's an mma fighter that seems to just be taken not be a very lot of, good yeah not not particularly good um yeah and he's they a jobber him. he's yeah. a glorified jobber in the mma circuit yeah he um he and and you know he has a family and he has a daughter and he's trying to you know make ends meet, uh, and then I can't remember what happens here, but uh, he ends, Jack Jack shows, shows up. up. Yeah. yeah, Jack shows up. Yeah, Sub Zero shows up. Yeah. Okay. So and, let's, and let's then, talk. then they start running away. Yeah. So let's yeah let's talk about this because Jack shows up. He asks him about his you know, his tattoo and he's got this kind of the, the MK sort of dragon symbol tattoo and that yeah. they're building this mythology around that tattoo. Um, so he's like, Hey, that's, that's not a birthmark. Sorry. I'm saying tattoo, but he's like a birthmark and he's saying that's not a birthmark. That is a, an invitation. You are one of earth realms champions basically. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, Jax is going to take, uh, they are attacked um, by Sub-Zero and this what what I thought was a, a pretty gnarly scene where they're sitting outside a ca- as like a cafe or they're eating they're eating dinner or something. Um, Cole and his daughter and um, Sub Zero just starts making it like hail, uh, yes. spiky spikes, ice spikes. Uh, yep. Yeah. So this is kind of really is playing up his power level and playing up his base. Basically, like this guy is Michael Myers. Jason Voorhees, the yeah. Terminator. This is what this guy is. Like he's coming around and you know when he's you know when he's close and he is basically single-mindedly hunting hunting earth champions down right, and killing yeah. them before the Mortal Kombat tournament. Yes. So um they run away and then the first really dumb thing happens. I mean again, I, I have adjusted expectations, but this is like I, I Okay, let me let me uh, let me set the scene for you real quick before we jump into this really dumb thing. Is I'd been drinking, okay, before watching this movie. I've had a couple of drinks. I'm all prepped. I sent you this video of me prepping for this movie. I had a red stripe in one hand and a big bucket of popcorn in the other, and I was a blasting the Mortal Kombat song, shoving <laughs> yeah, beer right. into my mouth <laughs> and shoving popcorn into my face. And I was like, I'm ready to go here. I got, and then I had this like popcorn was in my beard. It was just a mess, and I was yeah. having a great time. I'm like, this is gonna be great. This is just gonna be like B movie. Uh, you know, B movie excellence and B Han movie, yes, B, <laughs> good B Han movie, and uh, so so I'm sitting there and I've had a couple of drinks and I'm I'm eating pop. This is how I'm treating this movie. Uh, this is how I'm going into this movie, and uh, they get to a point where they've avoided Sub Zero in the car. Yeah, Jax is in the car, and Sub Zero instead of chasing them or you know doing whatever ice magic he can do. He just kind of like walks into this building. Okay. And I'm like, all right, well, I thought you were trying to kill these guys. 
cool. All right. Well, these assholes are just going to drive away and maybe they'll maybe they'll meet him again. No, that is not what happens. Jax gets out of the car, tells yep. Cole to drive the car and says, "I'll meet up with you later." I'm going to go into this scary building chasing crazy Terminator man and I'm I'm going to I'm going to fight him. I'm going to try yes. to kill him in this building. And I like I just like threw popcorn at my TV. I'm like, "What? Come on. Guys, what are we doing here? Like you've purposefully set up Sub-Zero as this big scary movie monster. That's what you've yeah. created here. And you've done you've done this is just a really stupid thing. This is just dumb." And I'm like, "All right, well, whatever. It is what it is." He goes in there, gets his ass kicked, and uh gets what I I I actually quite like this fight between them two, to be honest. Uh, right. Yeah, of course. You know, with the frozen uh shotgun shells and stuff like that. And then he freezes his arms and breaks his arms. But I'm just like, what the hell? Why not just drive away? None of this uh, makes any sense. Yeah, you know, it's it, like it's not this isn't this isn't stuff where it's like, okay, we need to do this stupid stuff for this movie to work. It's like, no, you don't <laughs> like there are the the game already gives you reasons to have these guys fight. Why do we have to manufacture really dumb things, really dumb scenarios that have no explanation right. whatsoever um, to, to get these guys to fight. You don't need to do that. And that's when I realized that this movie really wasn't going to be about the tournament. Like it was, right. it was, yeah. it wasn't, it was going to be, the movie is fabricating all of these new things to fit uh, their plot, which they think is so important, when really it's it's not adding anything not. new. In fact, it's it's convoluting things to the point where it's like confusing and doesn't make any sense. Anyway, yeah. so what there's you a thou- there's yeah. a thousand good ways they could have they could have manufactured that fight that would have made a lot more sense. Yeah. Instead of take this fully functioning car and go, I'm gonna leave. Even though we can outdrive him, yeah, he's on foot. We can outdrive but him. But uh, if I recall, now it's been a little while since I've seen the movie. If I recall, he walks into the building, like yeah, he doesn't yeah. even chase them. And yeah. and I remind go, you, like come I, on, yeah. he's just, he just he goes just in walks, the building. He just goes in the building. So and and what an asshole. Do I need to remind these? Like, do, do we need to remind these characters? You were just gunning it, running away from this guy. Like we were just controlling the weather. (laughs) Leave. We were just we were just running away from him, fearing for our lives, and now we have he's he's just given up and walking and walked into this building, and now we're like, oh, okay, well, let me go by myself this time. We're you know, I don't know, just doesn't doesn't make any sense for no reason for no good reason. No zero good reason. Um, It was a trap, and Jax is too dumb to not walk into it. Yeah, it was just I, I don't know, man. It's like. That was the f- probably the first moment of me looking at this film like, oh, this is going to be about a lot of stupid people yes. making stupid decisions without yes. thinking them through for even a split second. Yes, yeah. Yeah, like, and that's you're right. That was the turning point for me when I saw that scene. I'm like, oh, they're basically just going to write themselves into a corner and it's going to be super awkward to see them get out of it. They're not going to yeah. they're not going to adapt the game. They're going to create dumb characters and situations rather than having the universe of the game be ridiculous, forcing them to do things. They're just going to do them for no reason and have their characters be dumb. So I'm like, Oh, okay. Now, well, I did, I did want to touch on it because we did kind of touch a little bit on it. Cole, Cole Young is legitimately like I, we, I had said he's the worst protagonist of all time. I stand by that. 
he you describing him as the wet dish rag that he is is like perfect yeah he, he he's I, yeah. I and and i just w- i want to make this clear that he is not a mortal combat character and that's not what's painting our picture of this character oh no we're not those kind no. of people that are like oh he wasn't in the game i don't like no that's not what this is why did they have to introduce this character i don't know mm. but it sound I, I thought i read somewhere it was a studio mandate that you have to have this new character that's going to be driving this plot sure yeah but between the actor the fact the, the, the menial tasks they get him to do the fact that he's just ingrained in this he, like sonia blade doesn't even have she's been doing work on this for seemingly years oh yeah she's, she's had got that a, she's got the uh she's got the billboard with all the yarn and the yeah the, the, she's the, got the yarn car, the, the cart i don't know if there's actually yarn on that billboard but there's definitely there's, yarn. <laughs> you she's know with all the newspaper the newspaper clippings and it takes a long time yeah. to clip that stuff out and yeah put it yeah on yeah she board. looks like a crazy conspiracy theorist yeah. but she's been doing all this work she didn't even got a tattoo or a birthmark or yeah. whatever that invitation she's got on her yeah and this this asshole just manages to inherit it I just and Correct. anyways, yeah. But then on top of that, like they put him in these he they put him in these weak ass situations that he still is is completely underqualified for and still manages to get out of them every single time without earning it yeah. at all. Yeah, he's just he just keeps getting everything handed to him on a silver platter. He has no redeeming qualities, and I honestly don't think that there was a character arc for him at all. I, I don't, if there was, I don't know. They set him up for this whole defensive thing, like you know, you got to play defense, Cole. You got to do this, you got to do that. I don't think he actually did that. Like I don't think he learned about the one thing at the beginning of the film. They said this is what you need to learn, and he didn't. He got lucky and got a right. suit on him that apparently could absorb contact and make him not have to worry about the one thing he was supposed to learn about. Yes, that's right. Yeah. He, Asshole. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> I just yeah. I that I I just wanted to rant on him real quick because yeah. that that was just to me having him being the driving factor of this movie was a huge problem. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was uh, it was a mistake. I I guess I I I you know, I'm not against introducing new characters. I I think it was a mistake because Mm-hmm. He didn't, like you said, he didn't bring anything, anything to the table that choosing simply another character that already existed in the world. You could have that could have been Johnny Cage, absolutely. You know that could have been that could have been Johnny. So what? What's what's? I don't know. You know, I'm not a writer. What the fuck do I know, right? But like, you know, that could have been Johnny Cage with an arc. He starts off as an asshole, and at the end of the movie, he's. I mean, he's still an asshole, but he's you know he's learned something. Right, like you know, that could have easily been, yeah, yeah. That he could have easily been the you know the arc, but this, but yeah, he's just a cardboard cutout and uh, doesn't doesn't add anything. He's not a particularly good actor in this movie. Unfortunately, I haven't seen him in anything else. You know, I don't want to rag on the guy too much because I think a lot of this is also like the script and the it's the script. To be honest, his performance was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't terrible. I, I I didn't think. It was just the character. It was like, um, I can compare this to Green Lantern. Like, I don't think Ryan Reynolds was a bad Green Lantern. I think that he was a bad Green Lantern because the script was dog shit. Right. And I, I think that's the yeah. case here. I I disagree with you on that. I think he was a bad Green Lantern. Uh, but we'll, we're not, we'll, let's, we'll, let's table we'll get that. into that another let's day. Let's table that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yes, I, I, I agree with you. So so, uh, Jax gets his get, uh, gets left for dead. Uh, I guess in this building, 
And yeah. um, uh, Cole goes to visit Sonya, and Sonya's done all this work to to figure out what this tat- sorry what this birthmark is and what Mortal Kombat is, and you get a lot of uh, I think here there might be a uh, you know an Easter egg or two. There's a few, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it, it, on the board, you can kind of reference the other games and things. Yeah, and then. And then what happens? Um, we meet Kano. Yeah, is Kano already here, or does she go yep. to? She's she, she, she's already she caught has him. Kano. Yeah, she's got him caught. Yes, he's just okay. chained up to a chair. Yes, just just chilling. Yes. And All right. Let let let's talk about Kano for a second. Yes. Uh, let's. I, I don't know the actor's name off offhand. Mm-hmm. I'll look um, it up while you talk. He is doing the most aggressive. Um, uh, the most aggressive Australian accent an actor's ever tried to perform on screen that I've ever seen. But he's he the, is Australian, right? I was gonna say, and yeah. the crazy thing is, <laughs> this guy's Australian. Yeah. So it's an Australian guy pretending to do an Australian accent <laughs> on top of his Australian. That's how Australian this guy is. He is super goddamn Australian. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's funny. I'd seen him do an interview with. Uh, I think it might have been like uh, I don't know one of the one of the the the. The things that make uh, one of the, the the YouTube channels that have the actors like answer questions sure, to fans. Sure. Yep. His his Aussie accent was so toned down for that. Like it was sure. just like a normal like talking to a normal guy. And in this one, he's just chewing the fat on every single scene he yeah. he, he could. It was great. Yeah, he I, I liked him a lot. He he was next to the Scorpion Sub Zero characters. Um, he was easily my favorite character of the film just because one he's my main two when i yeah. whenever i get a chance to actually play the fucking game but on top of that too he was just fun like he was just a fun clown of a character yeah um, he's a, but he's, again yeah sorry go ahead i was gonna say again this is another one of the situations where this movie is driven by stupidity because they put so much faith into this fucking guy who is so clearly a piece of shit (laughs) like they're they're rolling with him side by side like he's not going to do something to screw them over it blows my mind that they are just like yeah let's just leave him unattended it'll be fine are you out of your mind this guy has a laser eye later in the film yeah you don't think he's gonna cut everybody down at the very least when he gets when he gets a second yeah it's bananas the the fact that they went this route with kano uh was a weird it was a weird choice Again, yeah. like one that I feel like Johnny Cage could have fit. You want someone if you want because because now you have several people. Now you have more than one character that are that's experiencing the mythos of Mortal Kombat that can sort of be used as that surrogate audience member, right? Yeah. You know, why do we need two? Like do we need anyway, uh, it's like do we need Cole and him? Could we mm. have made him Johnny Cage? And and made and, and not had Kano in this obvious sort of switcheroo that's going to happen later in the movie when he when he turns his back on all these guys. That being yeah. that being said, uh, you know I enjoyed his performance. He's a douche yeah. in this in yeah. this movie. Uh, he has a scene where he just starts like he's he's like you know he, he's just dropping like homophobic and like racial slurs just like a mile a minute. This guy is just <laughs> he is just the worst. Uh, yeah, and you that's can't... the guy that everybody's like, he's going to fight alongside us. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, what? It what are you really doing? Stupid. Yeah, it's... You had him locked up in your basement for a reason, yeah, Sonya. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Just, But it's just not not, not very well thought out. In and around this moment, we get a glimpse of a place that I thought we would be spending much more time at. And we get a glimpse of Outworld. And we see yeah. uh, Shang Tsung. And we see some of his... Uh, 
his cohorts, his champions. I guess these are Outworlds champions. Uh, we hmm. see we get we catch a glimpse of Molina and guy with big hammer. I don't know who that was. And um, Rico Suave. Rico Suave. Yeah. Um, well, that's what we'll call him from now on. Rico Suave. Yep, Rico Suave. I'm good. Uh, and then uh, Natara. Cabal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Natari. Uh, whatever. Like she's like the vampire bat lady. Yeah. Um. So I was kind of. I was kind of interested in the fact that they didn't go with like all of the mainline characters from the first game, uh, which yeah. which I thought was kind of interesting. I, I didn't need to see everyone from the first game. I'm not like again, we're not like you mentioned, we're not hardcore about that stuff. I liked seeing like a couple of different things. I'm like, oh, I didn't even, I you know, I haven't even played the game that this character was in. You know, like right. I, I I hadn't played that Mortal Kombat, so I didn't know who that character was, but. But that was fine. I think that was cool. Right. It added a little bit of diversity. It wasn't so predictable. Um, and uh, and then uh, off screen, I guess uh, Shang Tsung is like, "Oh, send in the rep- reptilian assassin or something like that." Whatever he says. Yeah. And uh, the very next scene, um, uh, I guess this is you know what is supposed to be reptile shows up, and reptile being a humanoid. Um, alligator komodo dragon i'd say it was like a cross between a, a, a dude and a komodo dragon is what this guy what what they what went for here full cg um and i actually didn't mind it i thought it was uh i thought it was okay i thought it was okay like he does the cloaking stuff he does some of the stuff from the game i'm like oh that's that's cool and he fights them uh while yeah. cloaked really funny scene with uh, again with kano still tied to the chair this was fun. Mm. I actually thought the yeah. scene was pretty fun. Um, yeah. A, a highlight in the middle of this movie, which is lacking in, uh, what I think, lacking in highlights. Um, yeah. I actually thought this fight scene was pretty fun. What would you think of this? I Yeah, same thing. Um, you know why? Is because it was so Kano-centric. I mean, right. he, he was either, he was kind of the, the damsel in distress, as, as it were, for a good chunk of it at the beginning. And then after that, he was into the fray, which was just as entertaining, but different. So it was kind of cool in that regards. Um, The actress that played Sonya, I think Mm -hmm. was all right, but she didn't seem, I don't know, because she didn't have the tattoo and they had kind of laid that out a little bit in this. She didn't seem like she was this big of a priority for it. So because of that, it didn't seem like there was enough, like she didn't, she wasn't mixed up in it nearly as much. And then Cole's just getting dummied left, right, and center. So anything that was Kano was really the the most interesting part of that fight. Uh, um, yeah. What yeah. what did they do to make him visible? Did they burn him? I think they um, him? lit him on fire. Or something. They threw. They shot him with a flare. That's flare. What that's yeah. What it was. And the yeah, flare yeah, was yeah, burning yeah. on him, and so they could see where he went. And then he decloaks. And then I don't know what happens at the end of the scene, but suddenly Reptile is made of like wet cardboard and Kano manages to rip his heart out. I don't understand how that happens or how um, he could suddenly do that, but he does it and he rips his heart out. And, you know, that's Kano's that's Kano's finisher from the first Mortal Kombat game. And it's it's fun. It's fun to watch. But that's the kind of dumb I was looking for. Like that's the kind of dumb I was expecting. You know, like We're, suddenly so, this guy is able to rip this guy's this other, you know, creature's heart out of his chest for no good reason. I'm like, that is right. something I am okay with, totally okay with that. 
You so know? with that kind, are you okay with that kind of dumb, or were you also still okay with the kind of dumb that happens after where he goes to himself? Kano wins. Yeah. Yeah, fucking beauty. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the second part of that line. I think is hilarious when he's yeah, like, oh, that's great. That's beauty. fine. But for whatever reason, the and and this and this is a it's a side effect of not allowing the game to be yeah. like not allowing the tournament or the game to fuel your own, your mythology. Yeah. Now you have to shoehorn the uh classic sort of lines from the video game but now these guys are saying it to themselves and yeah, that happens more than absurd. once yeah that yeah. happens more than once in this movie and i'm like why why are these guys the game gives you a reason and it's a it's a dumb one but it's 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 endearing because it's part of the game and and you don't need to make up a reason for these characters to say their own like the taglines from the game to themselves you know, like, why are we doing, why are we playing, is, why are we playing yeah. this, why are we doing this? Like, why are you guys yeah, making yeah. this so awkward? Not, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's so goddamn stupid. You know? Um, yeah, I just, I, I think the, the main point here is that scene, the whole... So what the other thing I was really confused about, I guess it's dug into the ground is this this facility that is in her trailer. Like I I was so confused. I was like, how big is this fucking trailer? They're going around Just twists fucking, and turns. Uh, well, don't worry about that because Justin, you know what? I mean, yeah. I'd like to go to Outworld and spend some time in Outworld, but when we go to Outworld, we see a moment, but we really just have to get back to this trailer. We got to get back to the trailer park, man. We can't stay in Outworld. We got to get no. back to the trailer park. So don't worry. We'll be back here, and then we'll be at a barn, oh, which is yeah. really fun too. When we have all of these other realms to explore, we'll be at a farm, yeah, with a barn. That'll be fun. Inside of the trailer, the trailer park. These are all great settings for Mortal Kombat games. Yeah, yeah. And then the one setting that's like out of, straight out of the original game, the pit. Yeah, you see like glimpses of it. Of yeah, it with. Jax versus Hammerman. It was just, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, I, it was, yeah. We're, we're we're getting so, to there. We're getting there. So but. what 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 happens after that? So then basically they kind of sh- they somehow get over to wherever Kung Lao and uh, and, yep. and Luke they're Kang just are. walking through the desert. Just, yep, just, you know, walking. just walking. How did they get to the desert? Do you remember? Was it? It wasn't um, Raiden that brought him there. No, no, it wasn't uh, because they're trying to find Raiden's temple, and yeah. uh, I don't know how they get out there. It doesn't really matter. No, it doesn't. Yeah, so they Luke, use the sky bridge. Yeah, Luke, space bridge. Whatever. I don't know. Luke Kang. Whatever they used in the Transformers too. Um, yeah, and Luke Kang's out there waiting for him. Like, yeah, hey guys, Found knew you. you were coming. Yeah. Well, if you knew you were, we were coming, couldn't you have told Raiden to give us a little bit of a ride? Oh, and and we'll get to that in a minute because Raiden says something that just breaks me at the end of this movie. Um, but we'll, yeah, he's we'll kind come of a back piece to, of shit. Yeah, we'll he's come back to that. It's it's on the level of the uh, in Transformers. It's like why this fucking human character's got to run around all over the place when these Autobots transform into cars. You transform into a car, <laughs> and this little human asshole has got to run through a war zone, and you can transform into a car. Why don't yeah. you just trans? Anyway, we're yeah. we're we're getting to that. A wonderful piece of logic later but so you know Liu Kang sees them and then they they get to Raiden's temple and Raiden's there what do you think of Raiden 
I just like uh, character design. You know, actor, I think he looked yeah. wonderful, man. I, thought I, he I, good. I really, yeah, I really liked his his character design, um, his the costume, everything about him. I really liked um, how heavy his accent was too. I yep. don't know, like, yeah, I I love me some Christopher Lambert or Lambert Lambert whatever. Yeah, I think it's Lambert. I think yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do love me some Christopher Lambert from the the original um, Mortal Kombat, but uh, this guy <laughs> he crushed it. I really liked him. Um, and then, you know, given that he, he drops a little humor later in the film that you mentioned, even though it enraged me, I also kind of was a little endearing. I don't know why. He's just, <laughs> he's just a nice, he's just a nice fella. Um, yeah. I feel like I've seen him in other stuff too. I yes. Feel. So I, when I saw him, I'm like, I either, I recognize this guy and I recognize his voice. The voice is the big thing. And like, where do I see him? So, so one, one interesting little tidbit, um, he's Hogan. Hulk Hogan? Uh, Hogan, the Warriors Three from Thor. Good. good. Oh. I'd, I'd like to see him play Hulk Hogan in a biopic, though. I think that'd be great. <laughs> Get out of the way, Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you're which, right. And that's, there's that's the Chris the voice, Hemsworth yeah. connection because he is. He's in a Thor. He's in Thor. <laughs> it's all. It's all coming together. Man. All coming oh together. Yeah. Um, but he was also in another movie. It was one of the first Blu-rays I ever bought when I got my PlayStation 3, and I was really excited about watching HD content. Uh, it's a movie called... Um, oh, I can't remember the name. Uh, Mongol. And he's playing... Uh, a he, Mongol? Yeah, the the Mongol. He's, the Mongol. Yeah. He's the titular character. He is playing Tem- Temujin, who is... Um, what's his name? Who is Genghis Khan. Oh, so uh, and it's kind of a it's it's a it's a cool it's a cool movie and I'm and it was one of the first Blu-rays I bought. So when I when I hear this guy um, and see him, I was like, oh shit, that's where I'd seen him from because I'd seen I've seen right. that movie a few times. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, I liked his costume. I liked I liked him. Um, mm. I don't I don't like him. I don't I don't like what he does in this movie. I don't like no. what, what he's written to do and. Uh, yeah. Again, it's it's just like why why do we have to complicate this so much? You you've decided to not write this movie as a tournament. You've decided not to do this stuff, and it's just so it's just so um, complicated, convoluted, uh, and it ends up just being really stupid. Um, yeah, like more stupid it, than it needs to be. I'm like this yeah. this movie needs to be stupid, and that's okay. But this is the wrong kind of dumb. I feel yeah, um, it's too dumb, <laughs> too dumb, too, too dumb, furious. Um, and there, there yeah. was one hundred percent less Superman moves oh, in this film. Oh my god, they been. didn't do that. I needed that. that. Oh. I needed it. And and he was oh. on one end of the arena, and Shanksun was over there sucking souls on the other Suck one. Souls. How do you go from point A to point B? Superman attack! You just fly through the air, oh. just yelling. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't want to do it on this because it's. Uh, I'm just gonna blow out somebody's eardrums. Yeah, yeah. Um, if I was drunk, I would do a really good one. It's, That's like, <laughs> it's really unfortunate that they don't. They do not do that. Um, yeah. I'm just picturing it in my head, and it's it's both like wildly entertaining and like hilarious. <laughs> I think it would be oh, amazing. Yeah. Um, hey, this yeah. movie's not exactly Citizen Kane here. No. This isn't exactly a, su- a super serious movie. No, people are just getting out of cars and. Walking up to boogeymen and instead of driving away, like nobody's thinking. Yeah. This isn't a thinking movie. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um, right. So, so they get to Raiden's Temple, and then we find out all of this mythology that they're building. They made a choice on this movie, and I've thought about this, and I'm like, ah, it's a reasonable one. I, I think this is kind of one of the more reasonable choices. Where it's like, how do we, 
Like, they're basically sitting in the writer's room and being like, okay, in this game, we don't have to explain how someone without, with, with uh, you know, with, with a, uh, a, a laser eye can, can beat uh, a four-armed, eight-foot, nine-foot-tall beast. You know, I don't have to right. explain that because, you know, like, when, when somebody kicks somebody in Mortal Kombat, they go flying. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how big or small you are. It just yeah. it is what it is. You don't have to explain that. In this movie, you kind of you kind of have to throw something that way just to get the audience on board. So what they decide to do is uh, something called the Arcana. I think if I'm remembering this right, mm-hmm. basically it just becomes like a Power Rangers movie where they try to uh, basically if you have the birthmark, you are you have an Arcana that you like. You basically want to unlock your superpower, right? Essentially, correct. Um, I thought this was weird. Only because some people's superpowers were like cybernetics and kind of science based, but then I sort of let that go, and I'm like, ah, I'll I'll take it, I'll take this. That's okay. I don't mm-hmm. I don't mind. When Jax unlocks his Arcana, he gets giant metal arms, like cyber arms. Yeah, um, you know that's okay. When Kano unlocks his Arcana, he gets he gets to shoot laser beams out of one of his eyes. You know, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, so, so I was kind of like okay with that. Um, what did you think of make of this Arcana m- mythology thing? I, I thought it was actually pretty brilliant. Um, one thing that that always irked me with the uh, the first two Mortal Kombat's was that the characters never really had any kind of. You didn't see the super the not super kick the the shadow kick. You didn't see Liu Kang's fireball really sure. until the very end, and sure. it just came out of nowhere. Like, there, there wasn't any of that cool shit that you'd seen in the game that you wanted to see on the film. Yeah. And in this one, not only did they do it, but they gave you a pretty good reason as to why they would do it. Yeah, this is a reasonable I, I thought choice. It was, yeah. in, in a movie full of stupid, this was actually a pretty brilliant choice. Yeah, I Maybe agree. brilliant's I, a strong word, but... Yeah. No, I it's, agree. It's I think it's a, good, it's, 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 a good way to, it's a good way to introduce. And now you kind of open things up and you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah, um, yeah exactly. You know, it's funny. I just feel like... Kung Lao's arcana and like it was his yeah what did he just like he just get a hat (laughs) it's like but he teleports later so like people's arcanas are like kind of fucking all over the place right like they could be they're ill-defined yeah they could be whatever they need them to be um so they're all doing this training session and they have some of these inside jokes where you know uh Kano keeps Kano's training with like Liu Kang or whatever and he keeps sweeping him and it's yeah. like a cheese move from like one of the earlier Mortal Kombat games where all people used to do was like low low kick everyone to death <laughs> basically. Yeah. So that that uh that was kind of funny. Here's my beef with these action scenes in the middle of this movie. They have a ton of coverage. I they must have like 12 cameras rolling on these guys when they're fighting cuz a lot of these actors are martial artists and they're very good at what sure. they do. Um, the problem is they edit the shit out of these fight scenes, and I don't know why. They're not right. editing them to hide anything. They're editing from close up to wide angle, and it's clearly the same shot, the same actors, the same session, like or same take maybe, like while they're while they're doing it. And for whatever reason, they're just hyper editing these. Like what? And it, it just it bothered me so much when you hire. You know, again, I'm not a filmmaker. I'm not an editor. I'm just saying that, you know, my, I guess it's from my perspective, you are hiring these guys who are very capable 
and you you want to try and minimize your edits to showcase you know their talent that's what these guys do right mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they edit like they edit it like crazy and it's really and they edit from like from really close to like these crazy wide angle shots i don't know if you noticed this but it was really stood out to me and i was like ah why are you doing that whereas i feel like the first intro scene with scorpion's family and all of that and then the last scene are right. better edited they still suffer from some of that editing yeah, but I i'm not i'm not as discombobulated as i am with some of these some of these sequences in the middle right um yeah yeah that makes sense so yeah tons of coverage lots of editing not a good look in my opinion no um so uh we get a couple of these guys that unlock their arcana uh josh lawson is the name of the guy who plays, yep. who plays kano and basically uh <laughs> raid i don't know man like there there are no rules here obviously and like fucking you know shang sung just comes strolling in like he's like walking through a department store and uh-huh. um you know with his posse and um and i guess raiden puts this like protective bubble around his around his uh temple yeah. and again yeah. now we're just doing weird things it's like oh like he you know why do we need this now there's this bubble like why is this yeah. bubble here? Like why did why was he able to just walk in? Are there rules? If there are rules, how are they all just being broken with no repercussions? You know, it's all just really random. And uh, I mean, like you could say, you could talk like... a lot of shit about the first movie, and you know, it's not, it's it's a it's 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 not the perfect movie by any stretch of the imagination, but it's clear like what's going we'll, on and like we'll, we'll close why on they're that. doing I what got they're some doing. Things to say, yeah. Um, but oh, no, sure. I agree. Yeah, I think that yeah. the, the, the bubble, the bubble thing was like, it just seemed a way to delay it, to get these training montages with whatever moments to explain the arcan the arcana and all of that crap. But like, again, it's just, it could have been done. It just didn't seem like the right direction to go. Like it just yeah. seems so heavy handed and, yeah. and it's like, yeah, it's like the writers know. writing themselves into a corner being like, okay, now how do they, how do we stop them from getting in? Oh, just put a bubble around it. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. well. How do we get Jax and Scorpion to fight? Oh, just have Jax follow him into a building. It's like, you know, there's no there's no thought being put into this. Um, You're right. Yeah. At all. And uh I'm not I can't really remember what happens here in the middle, but Jax is recovered and he gets these little funny chicken arms, which I thought were <laughs> just were Stupid. just hilarious. I thought oh, it was just so it. funny to see Jax with these tiny little these tiny little chicken arms. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, what ends up happening? Kano gets his arcana and becomes then, even bigger asshole than he already was. Yeah, and he lets everyone in. Yeah, yeah. He he destroys the thing that's keeping everything up. Raiden's staff. He destroys yeah. his staff. And uh, the bubble opens up and we get our next big sort of action sequence, which is everyone sort of pairing off and fighting. And Cabal shows up. Great costume. I like Cabal's Great costume. costume. I, he's my favorite of the villains. Yeah, yeah. And I, I loved his really like heavy, what is that, like a Brooklyn accent he was sporting. Uh, so. Really, really heavy accent. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you know, in his, you know, his arcana, obviously he's like fast. really very fast. Um, but this scene gives me, it gives me great pleasure because Kung Lao, I think, is my favorite it's my. It was the character I was very. I was the most excited to see in this movie. Yeah, 
I love the way Kung Lao looks. I love the hat. I love some of the stuff they do with the hat. In particular, this fatality is one of my favorites uh, yeah. in the movie, but it's also one of my favorites from the game where he throws his hat onto the ground and it turns into like a, I guess, a, ban- a circular saw. Basically, buzzsaw, the hats yeah. and like buzzsaw is just kind of like spinning. And he just like runs a character through it with by their arms and in the game and yeah. you know, splits them in half and it's disgusting. And here yeah. in Natari, the vampire bat lady, mm-hmm. he basically jumps on top of her and like kind of just like forces her into his into the hat and they fucking do the whole thing. And he's just screaming, blood's getting on his face. He's just like Arr! shoving her through there. And I'm like, this is fucking great. That's exactly what yeah. I wanted. And then they took. They, 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 he gets his soul sucked by Shang Tsung. And I was like, that is just lame. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I was, uh, I was, I was, I was upset that Kung Lao died here. I was upset with two deaths here, actually. Kung Lao dies. Mm-hmm. And I really, uh, so that was the first one. And the second one was Melina. I thought she looked great. Yeah. She looked yeah. amazing. I thought the, some of the effects on her were great with the extended mouth, with the teeth, everything. Her yeah. mannerisms, her line delivery was all was perfect, and she dies in this movie as well. And I'm just like, why are you guys, why are you guys getting rid of all these characters so early? Like these are these are top notch. I think these are these are top notch characters. It was too bad that we lost them so early in the movie. But I, yeah, I, I I would theorize Kung Lao. They 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 wrote themselves an out to bring him back. If you saw when the soul was getting sucked, there was that little green. It almost looked like a gem going in like there was like a, a a point in his soul that was being sucked down that was so it was distinct from everything else that was in that soul okay. effect um I, I could see them saying oh you can return turn the soul and that's like that's the point that's the kind of the i don't know the macguffin to be able to do that no okay but Maybe. yeah again yeah. it's just either way like it seemed like either if that is how they are going to play it down the road it seems stupid, and then if it's not, it also seems stupid to write out such a, an important character as Kung Lao without giving him anything really, really uh, important to do. Yeah, I mean, he didn't do anything. He yeah. just he did the best fatality in the movie, and that was basically it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's, he, it's true. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I just it's 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 disappointing the way they 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 used it. Um, Cabal was actually, I think, like I said, he was one of my favorite of the villains. I liked his, I liked the speed effect a lot, but yeah, his costume was really good. Yeah, I thought that was fun. Uh, yeah, I, I was, I was really surprised. I, I didn't, I didn't even know he was in the film, to be honest. So yeah, I was, yeah, I did like, I, I did like Cabal as well. And then we get this scene from uh, this may have happened before, but we get this scene from Outworld, where, where, um, where Shang Tsung. Again, we get this glimpse of Outworld where Shang Tsung's like, oh, welcome, Prince Goro, and blah, yeah. blah, blah. And it's like, okay, and then we cut, away from, we, cut away, we cut away from Goro. And, um, and Cold, uh, his arcana doesn't manifest, so he leaves. Yeah. Raiden teleports him back to his, his home. And um, there are... Assa- so uh, Shang Tsung sends Goro to kill Cole. Right. Um, and how they do this, and again, there are no rules here. So uh, this Goro just, you know, appears in in a in a in a barn, and mm-hmm. they have this barn barn fight, which again is another wonderful stage from Mortal Kombat, wonderfully elaborate, creative stage from Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, not and um, 
they have this fight, and uh, Goro himself. Yeah, I was like, uh, I'll al- I'm always going to prefer the balls that that first movie had to make Goro a practical effect. The fact mm-hmm. that, like, when I look at Goro from the first Mortal Kombat movie, I'm just, I, my heart is just filled with joy. That shit just mm-hmm. makes me so happy that he's a practical effect. This mm-hmm. one, um, I don't think he looks bad. Uh, I think he's lost some of his charm. Uh, mm-hmm. And he just kind of, when when you do a full CGI character, I feel like there is a sameness for a lot of movies. I feel like they can all blur together and look the same. Whereas mm. Goro from the first Mortal Kombat movie, completely practical effect, looks a little cheesy sometimes. But man, I just, I really just enjoy that stuff. So I'm kind of like, I'm medium warm on Goro. He doesn't really talk in this movie. He doesn't say much. Yeah. Um, he also gets taken out like a punk. So yep. they didn't really treat... Goro isn't really the threat that no. uh, the first Mortal Kombat movie makes him out to be. Um, or the game makes him out to be. Uh, right. I, I guess he gets dispatched by Johnny Cage in the first Mortal Kombat movie. But that's a huge that's a huge deal. The whole And you get to see Johnny Cage's splits punch to the nuts. I mean, like, yeah. it's a big showcase moment. Um, not, not only that, I mean, they made him more of a threat. They gave him something to do. They made him more than just a thug. They gave him kind of an air of royalty, and and he yeah. he, he actually had some lines. I thought it was well done in the original. Yeah, he had lines. He actually kills another contestant. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. He kills somebody. So like, they've built up the fact that this is the guy. To, this is the guy to beat. Right, like this yeah. is this is your this is your and, boss level guy, and it wasn't like Johnny Cage managed to do it easily. He like, ran, <laughs> he ran yeah. and managed to throw him off of a cliff. Like yeah. it wasn't like uh, like he be- managed to best him one on one. Correct. Yeah. Once Cole Han, uh, Cole Han, Han. Once uh, Cole Young's powers manifested, it was completely one sided. Goro yeah. didn't have a shot. Yeah. He kept hitting him, and and everything was just bouncing off of him, basically, or being absorbed by his suit. Which goes back to my earlier point, and like he didn't learn anything. He yeah. he he just is the same asshole, but now he can take more punishment. Yeah. So to me, that just it's cheap. And then on top of that, he just he he disposes of arguably the biggest threat in Mortal Kombat history. Yeah. Before retcons or before expanded universe or whatever, without any, without just any reason, it, it, or or the, it wasn't earned. It, it wasn't, wasn't earned, earned yeah. at all. Um, and also, like I when I was when I was growing up on Mortal Kombat, Malibu Comics actually had a couple of comic book series that were coming out around that time. There was actually a run called uh, Goro, I think it was called Goro, Prince of Pain, and it <laughs> showed. Um, it actually showed how much of an intelligent creature and how um how how uh what's the best word i could use to describe him how poised he is sure like, yeah he's obviously a very brutish looking character and once he's in battle he's a he's a monster he's a force to be reckoned with but outside of that that's not who he is he's a little bit more methodical he's he's smart um he's calculated and yeah. i like that and yeah. you don't get any you don't even get a sliver of that in yeah, this. i wouldn't say that he doesn't even got speak. all of that no, he doesn't speak. Yeah, I wouldn't say you got all of that from the first movie, but you got enough to think maybe that's there. In this, you get nothing, yeah. and I was just—I was so disappointed by that. You're absolutely so. Yeah, right. I, this movie f- f- fucked up big time with that. I, I just—I was blown away. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, you're—you're you're absolutely right. 
He doesn't have any speaking lines. He's not a character in this movie. He's no. like he's just a thug. Even though he's an effect. Yeah, he's an effect. Even though you know Shang Tsung welcomes him as Prince Goro. Um, why is it that you know? Why is it Shang Tsung can send this guy? Like, he's just an errand boy. Like what's going on here? Like right. Um, yeah, and it just it was very uh, it was a whimper of a of a fight. And yeah. uh, and uh, Cole, Cole Cole's uh, Arcana uh, manifests in the middle of this fight, and we get kind of this armor and batons, I guess. And I was Sharp just batons, sticky yeah. batons. Yeah, that's right. And um, yeah, wasn't wasn't really a fan of that. It looked it, it it's it's not that it looked lame. It was just like it didn't it didn't seem very creative, especially with with a game like Mortal Kombat, which is one of the reasons I love this game is how creative it can be. Look at Cabal in this movie. Yeah, you know, look who we're dealing with. We're look look, look, look at Scorpion, Sub Zero, Cabal, uh, Kung Lao. Look how they, look how they all look. Yeah, and like and um, and 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 Melina and Natari and like all these characters and uh, Rico Suave. Even he's got he's got a bit of a character in Suave. of himself. He's got the crazy eyes. Um, yeah, but. Um, but yeah, you know, it just uh, it was just that whole scene felt very very flat for me and that that wasn't that's not a good sign, you know. When you when you bring out the big guns, when you bring out Goro and and it doesn't doesn't land. It's uh, it's not a good thing. So so no. he dispatches Goro and I don't know what ends up happening here. I can't remember exactly what happens, but basically we get the attack on the temple and Raiden pulls everybody out. Into right. kind of this place between worlds, places, yeah. yeah, place between places, and basically says basically they come up with the idea like ah we didn't do so good because they were fighting as a unit let's break them apart and fight them all one on one and then we'll have a chance. But and then yeah, but but before you go on, mm-hmm. uh, single handedly like the the line that broke me, and uh, that single handedly uh, just. <laughs> You know, uh, I, I remember just being all like verbally saying when when this line was stated, I was like, oh, fuck off. Right. <laughs> was when um, I think it's Sonia saying, Raiden, you can teleport anyone anywhere. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? Fuck you. Fuck you, Raiden. Jesus Christ. Who I can see the writers like like. How do you write yourself into such a corner? Yeah. That you're going to be like, okay, the only way that what we need to happen, and by say, by we need, we want to happen for some crazy convoluted reason. <laughs> how can we make this happen? Okay, what if yeah. Raiden could just teleport like anyone anywhere? Right. Okay, first question I've got. Why doesn't he just teleport someone 30,000 feet into the air and have them fall to their death? Very good question. He can't interfere. (laughs) Sure. Oh, well, that's a great point. Okay, well, then we should... (laughs) That's a great point. He can't interfere. That is the rules of Mortal Kombat. He cannot (laughs) interfere. Constantly. (laughs) He cannot interfere. Great. What okay. constitutes breaking it? Because he's he's clearly okay with teleporting his guys' places. Yeah. 
And he actually, hold on, let's back it up again. Not only that, he teleports these other people to other places as well. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the hopes that his people are going to kill them. So it's not like he's doing, like, he's interfering the whole time. Yeah, he is, he is interfering with everything all the time. <laughs> teleporting everyone fucking everywhere. But, but being like, but not, you know, the other thing that occurs to me, I'm like, okay, why don't we teleport all of us to Molina and we'll just beat the ever-loving shit out of her yeah. <laughs> like yeah. a four-on-one. Instead on of one. just one-on-one shit. <laughs> Like it's, like it's crazy. Like why did you yeah. why did you have to write that? Why did we why did we have to we are we are only on this path because you refuse to give us a Mortal Kombat tournament. We are on this path <laughs> because you've decided in your infinite wisdom that doing this pre-tournament to the tournament story and con- yeah. like and you building these paper walls around everything was the way to go and it just doesn't make any sense yep. like why you know you could teleport anyone anywhere fuck you movie jesus christ <laughs> like that's the kind of dumb i don't need i don't need that kind of dumb that was yeah. that's 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 laziness man that's like that's not love that's not like love no. for this mythology and it love the love for the stupidity that makes this mythology so fun and and ridiculous it's 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 complete and utter laziness, and yeah, that's yeah, what that's 100%. what irks me about that. Yep. Um, um, then we yeah. get this montage of fights where they teleport yeah. everyone everywhere into one-on-one fights, and then of course, you know, we're we're back at the fucking trailer park, my favorite place, because Sonya's got to fight Kano at the trailer park. Yep. Like, why why are we back at the trailer? I'm sorry, man. I, I know you don't like being. I don't want to be back at the trailer park. Oh my god! At least these other guys are fighting in more interesting places. We got the one guy on the bridge uh, with Rico Suave. That's yep. Jax. Jax, and then um, yeah. we've got Liu Kang and Cabal. Don't Liu know Kang where Cabal, they are. And then Jax, who's it's like fighting the Molina? Uh, They're like Cole. just in an arena. No, no, no. wasn't uh, Cole fighting? Oh no, it's not. It's um. Oh no! Yeah, you're right. It was Cole. Cole took Melina. Yeah, because then Sonya shows. And then yeah, up. he's not doing so good. He's Sonya not. He's up. not doing so good. Sonya shows up and they win. Like, hey, why didn't? Why didn't we just do this from the beginning? We could have yep. just double teamed them. Yeah, and and how did she get there? Yeah, fucking raid and teleported. Her. It's so true because I went back to see how she got there, and you see a little <laughs> strobe light flashing yeah. effect when she comes in. So Raiden yeah. obviously teleported her there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. He like is, somebody's like bending yeah. his own rules pretty hard. Somebody's gonna listen to this podcast and be like, "You guys are nitpicking so much." I'm like, "This isn't a nitpick. This is, no, this is out- a fundamental problem." This is an movie. A- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's just like you can't say I'm not allowed to do something, and then he does it the entire movie. Like literally, he does nothing else but break his own rules. I cannot interfere. But now everybody get into this bubble so these guys can't hurt you, because otherwise they'll hurt you. But I thought you can't interfere. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just putting up a protective barrier to prevent them to interfere with them to come in here and kill you. That's all. <laughs> so you're not interfering by interfering? That's right. Good one, Cole. Oh my god. Like it's just it's it's so goddamn silly. I got flashbacks of like Pet Cemetery from the uh from the Sonya um 
from the Sonya Kano fight because she's like, I don't know, she's in like crazy trap doors in her <laughs> in her trailer in her trailer park thing in her trailer. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, she's yeah. like coming out of the floor with a knife and like cutting his legs and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I, all I can think of is a way more effective scene from a much better movie, Pet Cemetery, <laughs> where where that little little zombie kid cuts uh, the 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 uh, the judge's um, uh, what do you call it Achilles, his, tendon. Uh, Achilles tendon, and it's like the scariest, most terrifying. Oh, I lost your audio. Where'd you go? Oh, oh, there you go. Technical difficulties. Um, no, you're good now. Uh, 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 an incredibly terrifying and effective scene uh, lampooned in this movie. I would do PS4 as go as far as to say. Um, So we get a montage of fights, which is not nearly as fun as seeing a fight end to end. Another reason why this scene is I was going to say the exact same thing. That's absolutely true. Um, They really just, uh, they cut this, they they cut Mortal Kombat at the knees you know, going this really, making really these really odd creative decisions. We don't get to see those fights end to end. We just watch them interlace like some music video. Right. Um, and we get Jax's fatality on Rico Suave. And he, and I thought that looked pretty good. Um, yeah, it was fine. It would have been better if it was a connect, like a connected fight instead of being yeah. a montage, like you said. Yeah, we get Liu Kang's crazy dragon fatality again, which I liked. But, you know, it's just, it. it was all... Done in su- in 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 uh, it, it just uh, the whole thing was super thin and not not very effective because you didn't really get to see the fight evolve over time. No, it was just this, no. and then it's also marred by the fact that Cabal decides to go fatality before falling dead, and I was like, "What?" Cabal says that he goes fatality, and then he falls over. He says yeah, it. Yeah, I know, I know. Now I remember. Yeah. He says it. And I'm trying to remember if somebody else says flawless victory at some point, too. Oh, uh, uh, um, Kung Lao. Oh, does he? What I'm an pretty asshole. sure he says flawless victory. I, yeah. Anyways. Dude, it's just, like, why are we, why, you know, if we just had a tournament, there could be somebody watching over this tournament and, and. They could have got Bruce Buffer and Joe Rogan to commentate these things if it was a tournament. <laughs> that would have been awesome. How much better would Mortal Kombat be with Joe Rogan as a commentator? Uh, I think that, I think good. there's an edit somewhere out there where we could get Joe Rogan to talk over to talk to talk Ooh, over. There these should fights. be. There um, should be. But the problem is with the montage fight, you can't even commentate it, right? So no, yeah, it'd be too frenetic. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then and then uh, we get. Like, uh, Melina, like who had a great moment where where she almost kills Sonya at Raiden's temple, saying that oh it's not worth it because she doesn't have the mark. The other thing about the mark, the 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 tattoo or the birthmark or whatever, is you kill the person who has the birthmark, then you then you uh, the birthmark birthmark manifests on you. So when Sonya kills Kano, uh, she yeah. gets the birthmark and her arcana. Uh, obviously, uh, be- because you know this movie needs to happen, uh, and the next scene needs to happen, just manifest right away in the form of crazy ring wrist blaster things that that move right. that she had from the from the first game, and she blows out Molina's spine. Yeah. Uh, no, I think her spine is intact. Oh, I think everything else is blown out. Apparently, it doesn't affect bone, just meat. Oh, that's um, correct. Yeah, you see her spine. As, uh, yeah, there is a hole in her stomach, and you see her, you see uh-huh. her spine still connected. Um, yeah, it was just very. Um, 
yeah, I wasn't, that wasn't very exciting. None of that was very exciting, unfortunately. No, 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 that's the thing. But after all this, then ha- then you get, um, while all this is going on, Sub-Zero's kidnapping Cole's family. And then he shows up and they get teleported to some, I don't know, I guess it looks like another cage fighting arena, but it's, it's the, all frozen over. It's the it's fucking the, gym. Now it, it is the gym. That's what I thought. Justin, we've back gone from the, the barn to yep. the trailer park. Yep. And now we're back well, now we're back at the gym. Why why are we why are we in these places? Why are we why are we in these places? This, this this mythology has other worlds. In fact, that's where a lot of this stuff takes place. Even in the first movie, you can't tell me it's a budget thing. You cannot tell me that this is a budgetary constraint. Right. Because yeah. I I like the first movie you're in Outworld, or, or or you're on this island, and then you go to Outworld. At least it's right. like a it's like a different setting. Yes. Why are we fighting in just what is what is absolutely the most ordinary spots? Mind yeah. you, this last you know we're in this gym. It's all frozen over, and that's kind of interesting. Yeah. So you know, I, I I might give that a pass, but it's still a gym. Like why why are we? Why the DMV was booked, so they had to go back <laughs> the to the gym. The library was booked. Sorry, oh, we have to go friend. to a fucking gym. Oh, uh, God. And then you get kind of a boring-ass fight, and then you finally get the payoff that we've all been waiting for is the same footage that we saw in the trailers in this fight because yeah. that's essentially what happened. It was, I mean, most of the most of the, the, the fight that we had seen between Sub-Zero and Scorpion, the real Scorpion, I guess you could say, um, a lot of that footage was in, or at least a lot of the interesting footage was actually in the trailer. Yes. Um, and then you also get the added quote-unquote benefit of you of of Cole and Scorpion double teaming Sub Zero, which makes it an even less interesting fight to me. I like, mean, if Cole f- is involved, it's less it's interesting. Less interesting. Just, yeah. <laughs> just, just get him out of here. Like the, you know, when he's like, he's doing his little. He's doing his little boxing thing to get his his family out of, out of the ice. Yeah, I'm like, just keep him there. I don't yeah, care. Just it. I just don't want him anywhere near this. And the reason that is is the moment that Sub Zero shows up because he uh, and I don't even understand why or how he shows up. And again, maybe I don't really care because um, that moment when he's like, it's Hanzo's blade. He says Hanzo's blade, and then he gets the blade uh through his shoulder or his hand yeah. or something like yeah. that and at this moment we get the orchestral yes mortal combat theme right and he says get over here and pulls i just as i'm explaining this to you i'm getting goosebumps because they nailed like for yeah. all the shit i'm giving this movie okay yeah they fucking nailed this scene and yes. they nailed this fight in my opinion, yeah. they uh, they nailed this fight. This scene is so good, and the payoff is so good. It's yeah. so so good. I was like, yes, when this happened, yeah. and I went back and watched that scene like three or four more times because that moment when the music kicks in, the edit is perfect. The reaction Do- Joe Taslim as Sub Zero yes. has just to, his eyes, like, just his eyes like how surprised yeah. he is. And then Scorpion pulling him over, and then the ensuing fight, which is very creative. Yeah, which is it's it's the kind of creativity you don't see in any of the other fights. No, like why not at is all. it why why isn't this level of creativity and attention to detail put into any of the other fights? This fight, 
this fight should be the amount of creativity here should be in every other place. Every mm-hmm. other fight should have this level of creativity because it's right. fantastic. They're full the only costume, one I would argue you know. had that was the one with Jax. It was shorter, but at least there was more flair and style to it. And again, that's one that you see from the start to the end. You mean uh, with Sub Zero? Yeah, with Jackson Sub Zero. Yeah, yeah. You, you you're not cutting between different scenes, and it's not this crazy like disconnected thing. It's mm-hmm. start to end. Let's focus on these, and they did a good job with it. And then that's the same thing that they did here, and it worked. Yeah. Other than that, every other one, like you said, being as disconnected as it was, you couldn't you couldn't spend time to be able to notice any of the creative stuff if there was any. And there, I don't think there was. It was all just kind of yeah. Let's you know, get I like this. I like the reptile one, uh, and I thought that was that was fun. That and, was fun. And that's that another was one. The yeah. Same thing. That yeah, was that thing. was fun. But the level of creativity with Scorpion and Sub Zero, it's like yeah. everything else seems so throwaway. And when I watch mm. that fight, I really just see what could have been, like yeah, what this agreed. movie could have been. And it's really unfortunate. But I'm just I'm all but but you know I'm the glasses half full kind of guy. I really love that we have this scene. And like I yeah. said, I watched it three or four more times. And I'm like that shit was perfect. It gives me goosebumps when I see him. I think when he when he says get over here, it sounds great. The look in his yeah. eyes are great. The mask, the costumes, the choreography, splendid. Anytime spot, Cole spot. is involved in this fight, I get I was off. Like, get go away. away, go away, yeah, go away. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so they have a lot of, like, great moments. He does the ice wall thing, kicks him through the ice wall, um, you know, uh, stabs him, freezes his blood, creates a knife, it stabs him again or whatever. You know, like, all of that just, like, wonderful creative stuff. It was very, very cool. And the sword fight. He makes the ice sword and, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hanzo has his katanas and then they do do their thing there. And it's, um, it's all just really great and made me happy. And I'm like, that's it, that's all it takes. It doesn't take much, you know. I'm not a, I'm not a, you know. I've liked some dumb shit in my time, right? Yeah. I, it doesn't take much to make to make me happy for a Mortal Kombat movie. Just that. Just me. You don't yep, want you want to make a 85 minute movie that has three or four scenes that are like that, strung together by a menial plot that says that everybody has to fight in this tournament. That's all you need. You don't need. Yeah. You don't need more You're not than asking that. Asking the world. No. No. You know, but, you know, it is what it is, I suppose. Fun scene. And uh, anyway, anything more for you to say on that? Uh, sorry, I talked yeah, a lot I mean, on this one, but I, I really did like as this. We were, as we were talking about it, I realized that, you know, the guy that gave... You, you, you would probably consider it the fact that the guy that gave Cole that Hanzo's blade was kind of interfering in things. Wouldn't you say? <laughs> Who was it that gave it to him? Oh, yeah. Fucking Raiden. Again, he's like, here, take this. You might need it. <laughs> wink, wink. Like, but I can't interfere. The guy that owned this blade might, but I can't interfere with that. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. yeah he's uh, he's kind of a piece of shit. And, and, and then... They, it, yeah. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I was going to say, and then after, after they finally dispatch Sub-Zero, he comes in. He... What does he do? He teleports... Uh, doesn't he teleport... Um, Shang Tsung away. <laughs> uh, who Raiden? Yeah, when they have a little their their yeah, little they, session, they got a little, like a meeting, yeah, a, a little, little session meeting. that does not end with a Superman dive into yeah. the chest. Yeah, he just he just 
dispatch he just gets him out of there or he leaves i don't remember how it ended because all i remember after that is like did what what's he has like a nod to the camera basically is like maybe i'll interfere a little does he say that oh my he god says I something just, I... he says something at the end and it's just like you motherfucker <laughs> like, you can't say that now <laughs> Oh my god, yeah, I, I didn't I didn't remember that. Maybe I was just like, ah, uh, I don't care. Like maybe yeah, I was, it was like I just was, don't. Yeah, he said something yeah, that's what it was cuz I think he teleported Shang Tsung away and then Cole said something to him. He's like, "You know, I can do a little." And I'm like, "You didn't just do a little. You basically broke the rules through. You broke the rules arguably more than Shang Tsung did." Man. He should just like teleport him like into a cement wall or yeah. like, you know, into the or the sun. Yeah. <laughs> Just, just right into the center of the sun. Like this is where you belong now. <laughs> Fatality, done deal. Just, just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Not outer space. No, the sun. <laughs> Not the Dead surface center. of the sun. <laughs> Dead it's center. Right in the middle. Right in the middle. So uh, that would have done the job, I think. That would have I'm sure it would have. I don't think Shang Tsung was like tapping out of that. Um, um but yeah. But, what was I gonna say? I was gonna I was gonna say something and I forgot what you're fucking teleporting him into the sun. Oh, oh, um <laughs> do you it's a small digression. Did you ever see uh Star Trek the Next Generation? Any episodes of that show? Uh yeah, yeah. Okay. There is one episode, and I can't remember which one, but it horrified me when I saw it for the first time. When the transporter malfunctioned or something, I don't know, and it teleported someone, but they're teleported, like, into the floor. Like, Ooh, half okay. their body is in the floor and half their body is outside of the floor. And I'm like, and it was just like, I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my god, like, how painful that must be and slowly dying because, you know, you're, there's floor where your intestines are supposed to be and it's like, oh. I mean, we could have easily done that. But, you know, teleporting Shang Tsung to the center of the sun would also would also work. So, yeah, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. Then we get uh, some fan service about going to see Johnny Cage. And then I think that's the end of the movie, isn't it? You missing anything? No, yeah, he says we're going to go get Johnny Cage. That's basically it. I, I, I don't know. I don't think there was anything else. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna buy this movie when it comes out on UHD. Um, for that, for the beginning mm-hmm. and the end, <laughs> and maybe that rep, the reptile fight was 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 fun. Um, it was entertaining, but uh, but yeah, I think that that final scene with the Mortal Kombat theme music, the orchestral theme music, was was worth the price of admission for me. I was happy. With mm-hmm. that, and the way that turns out at the end, zero explanation of the fact that Scorpion goes to hell, comes back, then teleports away again. Like nobody, you know. In the end, who cares? Because it's a well-executed fight with a great payoff moment. I'm not going to question that. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's Mortal Kombat 2021. Now I want to say this. In watching this movie, um, I kind of t- I didn't watch the whole film, but I touched on the first the the first Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and I realized something that might be I don't know it might be a wild opinion, 
of the three Mortal Kombat films we've gotten, Mortal Kombat Annihilation stands at the top. And here's why. The first one does not hold up nearly as well as you'd like to think. Nostalgia aside, and even included, like it's just mm-hmm. you're watching it and you're just like, this movie is not as good as I remember it. Mm-hmm. This movie was disappointing in that I think that, at least myself, I had, I want to say higher, ex- I had tempered expectations, but I ha- they were higher than I think that this, this came out of. So I came out of this disappointed. If you revisit Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I dare you not to have a good time with that piece of shit. Holy God, it is so bad, but it is so much fun. There is no way you can watch that movie and not at least take it for a comedy and really enjoy yourself. Because it doesn't take itself too seriously. And when it does, that makes it funnier. Like, you and I were watching this in L.A. when you and Shugu came to visit. Yeah. And that was... That (laughs) was fun. (laughs) You have Scorpion teleport somebody away with really bad teleportation effects and go, Suckers! That's in a Mortal Kombat movie. <laughs> so because of that, I think I, I've, I've, I've found a new appreciation for that piece of shit movie. Yeah. And it is now arguably the best of the three. I mean, look. Drink it in. I did watch, I've watched scenes from the first Mortal Kombat recently leading up to, leading up to this movie. Yeah. When we say it doesn't hold up. Okay. Here's what I think. I think mm-hmm. that the movie is simpler. I think mm-hmm. that the movie doesn't cross doesn't isn't so convoluted and characters are doing such like ridiculous things. I think there's a sense of humor about the first movie. Yes. That I feel like is not present here in this not in this close. in this yeah. uh in this reboot. Yeah. Um I think there are fights you get to see from the beginning to the end. Yes. I think that the Scorpion Johnny Cage fight is actually pretty good. I yeah. you know the what, how they decided to make the, you know, the creative decisions that they made on that movie made sense. Like they didn't yeah. it wasn't they you know, it didn't seem forced. It did, the whole thing it seems like they were having a good time making sure. this movie yeah. and making it like the game. Whereas this one they feel like no, we cannot do that. We have to we have to make this uh, complex and uh, we can't just do a movie with a tournament and people fighting each other because nobody's going to want to watch. I don't know. I don't know what their reasons are around it, but you, you know, know yeah. but you know, Annihilation is, is a fun movie to watch. I, and I think it will remain a fun movie to watch for many, many years to come. And I, yeah. and I can't doubt that this movie, I don't think will have the life well, this movie being Mortal Kombat 2021, I don't think it'll have the life that Annihilation has. Annihilation will outlive Mortal Kombat 2021. It's crazy. 100%. Crazy. 100%. It is the Batman and Robin of the Mortal Kombat franchise, yet it is more memorable than the bigger budget one that we just saw. That's correct. Granted, obviously, the the really good scenes from this one outweigh any of the stuff that we've correct. seen in any of the other films by a long shot. But yeah. just overall, like I'd rewatch Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I think, that before I'd rewatch this whole film. But uh, again, yeah. that would I'll be fueled not, by know, alcohol and... Yeah. <laughs> and, and 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 watching it outside and God knows what else. So it, yeah, it's just it's not. This isn't something that I would probably want to revisit much outside of the the few f- scenes that I'd cherry pick. You know, for sure. Um, yeah, like I said, I will I will buy it, but I'll I'll be revisiting very few scenes, and I will not be watching it all the way through. Um, right. 
But again, I am curious about where they're going to go with the next film. I hope they do make a next one because the next one is actually going to be about the tournament, hopefully. Or so you you think. Yeah, Yeah. hopefully. Um, And we didn't really get a chance. We didn't talk about Shang Tsung because he's just not... He's not in it. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't do anything. Aside from he's, teleport. Like, he's basically Raiden with a different effect. And he doesn't interfere yeah. as much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, give give Christopher Lambert all the shit you want. And, you know, we can talk about whitewashing Why? and whitewashing and obviously Asian <laughs> was meant to be an Asian character, an Asian role. We could talk all about that all day. But yeah. this guy has a ton of fun. Being oh, yeah. Raiden. And yeah. uh, it's that sense of humor that is just completely absent from this movie. Yes. It's entirely absent. Yeah. And I think he, he added a certain sensibility that I, I uh, plays in the movie's favor. Yeah. Um, and now this Raiden, I don't, I don't mind him. I think that he looks, he looks good. I, I like the actor. But they don't, the, 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 the sense of humor here is completely gone. This movie no, is yeah. humorless. Yeah. Um and uh and and uh Carrie um oh can't remember his last name. But uh the Ooh. guy who plays Shang Tsung in Takao. Oh, no, I'm not even going to try. Uh, cuz I can't remember <laughs> it from uh, from memory. The guy who plays Shang Tsung from the original Mortal Kombat. Uh do you oh, know okay. his name? Uh, uh I'd know it. If I think I his saw first it. name is Carrie, but uh, then Yes, then, it is. But he but he is such he's He's flamboyant. He is a great villain. And uh, people remember his line deliveries to this day. He is actually, you know, retconned as being Shang Tsung in the latest Mortal Kombat game. Like, he's actually in the game. In the, for the, uh, the, yeah. the original That's Shang right. Tsung. So, you can just see that there's no, um, there's no staying power here. Like, there's, yeah. there's, no, there's no big character moments that really stick. And um, right. it's un- it's unfortunate, and this movie will have a shorter life because of it. Um, right, I-, I think that the original Mortal Kombat, like you said, Annihilation will <laughs> um, will will always kind of stand out for 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 being big and entertaining and having some humor associated with them. Whereas this movie and making interesting creative decisions, this one is mm. just a, mostly a wash. Yeah, it's sad. Um, it's Tagawa is his last name. Tagawa, Carrie. Uh, Car- <clears throat> Kerry Tagawa. Um, yeah. Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa, technically. Mm-hmm. Same name as uh, our Scorpion actor. Um, there was one more thing I wanted to close on. I completely forgot what it was now, but it's fine. I don't think it's it's that important. If I remember it before, I'll just interrupt you. Um, anything else you want to bring up? No, I mean, there's probably more to say, but, you know, it's... Uh, that's it. I mean, that's it. I'm I'm excited about where they're gonna go. I'm I'm looking forward and being like the next trailer they're gonna release for the next Mortal Kombat movie. I'll, again, I'll be just excited. I'm not like disappointed with this movie because I kind of knew that this was going to happen. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm play like I really am growing attached to the stuff that I like about this movie, Fair. which is the yeah, Scorpion Sub Zero stuff. There are pieces of this movie that I like as a whole. I wouldn't ever, you know, recommend this movie to anybody who's not a Mortal Kombat fan or, um, or anything like that. And I am genuinely curious about where they're going to go because I think we're going to get to a tournament. I think we'll eventually get. They'll take this feedback back because I'm I'm pretty sure lots there's there's a lot of people that have probably have similar feelings about this movie, and they'll be like, okay, we're going to, you know, 
have something that's a little more traditional in the second in the second film and actually have a tournament and i think that's that's just that's only going to be an improvement i think agreed agreed i was trying to you know what it was i was trying to find the um uh the 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 closing line that raiden had and i just can't find it mm. but i swear he said something along the lines of like ah you know ah <laughs> i'm the god of thunder come on <laughs> What do you want from me? What do you want? Um, yeah, it's uh, it's unfortunate. Um, yeah, I think that's it, man. This oh, is, uh, uh, sorry. Oh, one, one one last thing. I did call that Cole was going to be uh, uh, an ancestor of of Scorpion. I thought he would become Scorpion, but yes. uh, but they uh, they make a. I thank God they made the decision that they made, and they didn't make him Scorpion because then we wouldn't get. Uh, you know, we wouldn't get Hanzo's return in such amazing fashion at the end of this movie. Um, but yeah, anyway, I don't even know why I needed to say that. I'm, I'm what am I gloating? I'm gloating. You're gloating. Good for you. You predicted how you predicted a big plot point in this film. Very complex. That was obvious film. from the get go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it was after the first. Like as soon as uh, Raiden took the baby, which again, kind of interfering. Um, he took the baby away, and I was like, "God damn it, that's gonna be Cole." I thought was right. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. that was before I didn't realize I didn't like him. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that guy. All right, I think we can call it there. Yeah, same. All right, well, thank you everybody for watching. If you're checking us out on YouTube or listening, this has been Justin. This has been Utzel. All right, take care, guys. Peace out. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>